Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Wrestling Inc.'s own Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan's going to be coming along in a little bit here. And we are going to talk about WWE Backlash, the SmackDown pay-per-view on May 21st, 2017. It just concluded. We're also going to give our thoughts a little bit on TakeOver that happened last night, uh, TakeOver Chicago. But the big news, so if you watched Backlash and you're watching this pay-per-view, Jinder Mahal is the champ. Raj, did you see this coming? Uh, well, I mean, Jinder had been favored over the weekend to, to win the match. Uh, it, it shifted back to Orton today, but, um, I thought he was going to probably win, uh, like by DQ, like with yeah. a Rusev, Rusev interference or something like that. I didn't expect him to win the title. Um, but you know, if you're going all the way with someone, yeah, I guess you might as well, you know, otherwise it kind of cuts out their legs from underneath them. So. I was still surprised, but I, I see uh, the reason that they did it. And it feels like tonight with a lot of these finishes, and we'll get into it when we go match by match, um, I feel like they're just continuing it on because Money in the Bank is four weeks from tonight. It'll be here before we know it. That's the next SmackDown pay-per-view. Yeah. And so, uh, and there's a lot of different ways they could go. I mean, obviously, sticking Orton with Mahal you know, for the near future is one way. Uh, but you could go with AJ, too. Yeah. and move uh, Nakamura to Owens, which is which had been which was a plan at one point. So, uh, you know, or or you keep you keep Mahal with Orton until um, you know for another month, and then move to AJ like around SummerSlam. So uh, there's a lot of different ways they can go with it, but um, it, it shakes things up, I guess. Um, oh, you definitely. know, I, I've said it a thousand times. I'd, I'd rather they did a natural build with Gender as opposed to just throwing him. You know, when all of a sudden he's winning matches after losing for years, you know, and winning matches for three weeks. But um, but it, it, it was different. And I think it'll get him some press. I think some people will take notice. I think some people that stopped watching will at least have a WTF reaction maybe tune in or uh, check out some clips online. So I think the ripple effect of this, I think will overall be a positive, but online, I mean, even in our chat room right now, it seems people are pretty split on gender being the champ. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the crowd, uh, if you would have told me six months ago that Jinder Mahal would be in the main event and half the crowd would be chanting, you know, chanting, let's go Jinder, uh, I'd say uh, th that's not happening, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, that happened tonight. Well, that's Chicago, though, man. Notice no CM Punk chants tonight that I heard. Yeah, no, they uh, I thought the crowd was going to crap on this match. Yeah. Uh, and and to my surprise, I thought it was a pretty good match, uh, and it it held my interest. It had me guessing. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, for the most part, I, I thought the event felt pretty lackluster until the AJ Styles match. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, the last the last hour delivered. Yeah, absolutely. And and just what what an upset again. I mean, even six weeks ago, man, if I would have got him to come on this podcast and said in six weeks, Jinder Mahal is going to be the WWE champion on SmackDown, I think you and Matt, I would think I would have been fired from this podcast for that <laughs> prediction. Uh, you know, I could have made a lot of bets. So like million to one bets and probably be collecting now, you know, like a boss. Uh, but yeah, I mean, pre mania, that seemed just impossible. So absolutely. Right. This is, uh, almost unparalleled. I'm trying to think in this sort of Cinderella story, especially for, for someone as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's something, but I think, uh, the crowd Chicago was the right town to do it in. Um, because yeah, it was much more split tonight than uh, anywhere else. Um, and I think just a lot of like 
shock both pleasant and unpleasant from the crowd but uh that's being said let's uh take it match by match talk a bit uh starting with ty dillinger versus aiden english now aiden english debuted his new look tonight i saw this uh, at the house shows with uh the paint splattered pants and the uh the round sunglasses uh but what do, what do you think of this of, of aiden's gimmick now fully going to the singing i mean they gave that a lot of time tonight it just seems like opening match fodder you know yeah. um you know, he's someone I think could benefit from like vignettes and stuff like that. Like, I think they could do something with him because he is a good singer. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's not something I see him taking him to even like the U.S. title level. So, but it, yeah. it gives him something to do. At least he's not off a of TV. I'm trying to think when he was in NXT, the only memorable thing he ever had with this gimmick in NXT was the sing off he did with Big Cass. And that was memorable because it was like, oh my God, Big Cass can really sing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, but Ty, though, you know, definitely continues to be over with the audience. Um, what did you think of the match itself? Uh, it was kind of forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I mean, it was a pre-show match, right? But it was weird that it was the only pre-show match. I mean, this was a very when we talked about it the other day, very stacked card. Well, these B shows usually only have one pre-show yeah. match. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think. Uh, you know, maybe Rowan versus Harper. I don't know. Something else could have could have been moved there and not uh, been hurt by it. Uh, but OK, so let's talk about the opening match. And this, I think, maybe shocks some people that this was up first. But Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, did that live up to your expectations? I don't know. It, it was one of those weird ones because uh, the match itself was good. But should Nakamura be, you know, that... 50 50 with someone who's been a job guy for you know the last several years you know um and fighting from behind as opposed to being more of a showcase you know i thought i just thought he gave too much to ziggler i you know but i you know like i said the match was good but for him to come on the scene i just felt like it should have been probably more dominant and uh but you know he, he did that with Sami Zayn too um Although that Sami Zayn match, I mean, wasn't that like a five-star match? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. This was, you know, like maybe three and a half if, if you're rating. Maybe. Uh, three. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I It, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't uh, – it's kind of nothing. It was kind of disappointing. Well, disappointing considering we've had a month building it up with some of the most painful vignettes of Ziggler on the mic. I mean, they really dragged this out. And uh, comparing it to that Zayn match, I mean – Zayn and Nakamura was incredible, and this tonight was serviceable, you know? Yeah. Did what yeah. it needed to do. But I thought it was a weird choice to to open the show with this because the yeah, crowd didn't even seem that into it. Yeah, and I think, you know, you'd been kind of building a pay-per-view around this. Mm-hmm. And um, it, just seemed, it just seemed like an odd choice. I mean, I guess, it, you know, if you want to start off with something hot, it's like either this or AJ. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it was, it was kind of disappointing, but... Um, Hopefully that's it for Nakamura and Ziggler and, and he can move on to something else. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. It's just been so awkward, so much of this. But even so with Nakamura's entrance, I'm surprised they didn't do... I mean, they had the violinist there for his debut, but not tonight. They didn't... I mean, it didn't feel as big after all this build. You know? Yeah, yeah. It just... Yeah, it felt like... It felt like SmackDown until... Yeah. You know, until AJ. Yeah, so uh, after that, so this felt very smackdown i was very surprised they did this but uh the tag title match brazongo and the usos 
Um, what did you think of them going so much comedy in the match itself? So you're going to have to take this one because okay. I we I had some house stuff coming up at this point that I had to take care of. So I only saw the first minute. Um, it could have. I mean, I talked about this before. I thought the best pure pre-show match last year, one of the best ones I saw was the Usos versus Brazongo. I think it was for Battleground or one of those. Um, that was a fantastic match. Very solid, especially for a pre-show. Tonight, I thought by doing comedy so much, I felt like we didn't really get a great match with rhythm because you had uh, Tyler Breeze coming in as different characters. Now, looking online, a lot of people love this for the entertainment value for the sort of, again, like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. And I love Brazongo. I wanted to see Brazongo win tonight, but I thought that this was a chance for them to go beyond the comedy and establish that, okay, you've seen all these vignettes, but remember, these guys can go in the ring. And they didn't do that tonight, in my opinion. They did okay, but where do they go from here? I mean, they're clearly over with a certain segment of the audience, but with New Day coming in, what's Brazongo going to do after this? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of felt like that's where they were going regardless. Like, they were just a placeholder until New Day came in. So I don't know if New Day is coming in this week. Um, did they say they were debuting this week or just coming soon? It's been coming soon, to my recollection of it. Um, so maybe they keep maybe they keep this going for another month. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, this okay. was I, yeah, I thought it was w- what you'd expect. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the USO should have won. I'm trying to think. When's the last time on a pay per view that they essentially kind of made it a skit within the match? I mean, I, that's what really shocked me about this was taking it to that level. Yeah, so I missed that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was even funny. You could hear. So when, uh, okay. So Tyler came out as the janitor, did that whole thing. And then he came like back as a grandma, uh, after he was knocked out, he came back, you know, with the wig and everything. And even when he was doing the tag, he was whispering, he was like, Fandango, it's me, Tyler. I mean, they really were playing up this idea of him doing the disguises and it was, it was clever. Uh, I think to take it to this level, but it was just unexpected. You know, I would have liked to have seen a real match between these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Usos retained. Um, and of course we didn't state it, but I think there's not a single person on earth that believed Dolph Ziggler was going to somehow pull out a win against Nakamura in his pay-per-view debut. Yeah. That was the only match that had like huge odds. Like, like, I don't, I don't know if the smart money ever really came in. Um, even though I guess at the end, the betting odds were pretty much all right. Um, so yeah. yeah. Um, after that, Barry, uh, Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about your predictions through this whole thing, even down to when Sammy won. And mm-hmm. I was very shocked that Corbin did not destroy him after. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do it this Thursday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was too. I was expecting that to be next, but they gave Sammy the clean win. Yeah. And I, th- I think he needed it at this point, especially with how much they've been, uh, just making, I mean, I'm not even an underdog lately. I feel like it's, it's been perpetual, you know, loser which has been hurting him a bit. So I think this was good for him in the long run. Mr. Matt Morgan, great to see you, sir. Hey, guys. How are you? How's it going, man? man? Good, good. Just a little tired. Sorry. Did you, did you get to – do you stay awake for the whole pay-per-view? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, fell asleep, I fell asleep at the very, very end, though, and I had to go back and watch just now. <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll get to that. What would you think? Um, I liked it. I thought it overall was a good pay-per-view. I, I, a lot of – like like matches like 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 Harper and Rowan and matches that on paper I probably wouldn't be interested turned out pretty good you know and I liked them for the most part. And, and we're gonna get to into this too. But do you, you catch Takeover last night as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. 
Uh, we'll get into that after uh, backlash, but. So we're just talking about Zane versus Corbin. Do you think this helps Sammy regain something, Matt? I don't know because it's it's. I heard you in the, you're saying in the beginning. It's like yeah. You know he slips on a banana peel and wins. You know he can only be the luck the lucky loser. So you know the lucky loser who wins a match. You know, so for so long. You know, eventually he's got to be able to, you know, be expected to win. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, but um. The match was good. It was very well executed. It got a little slow in there, but it was done on purpose, unfortunately, to get you not to expect him to pull off that win. But it got it dragged a long time there, I thought, during the heat. Yeah, the whole pay-per-view seemed a little long tonight. I thought, uh, you know, there's no complaints about the specific matches, but I felt like they could have tightened it up a little bit just to keep some momentum going. Yeah. This is this is kind of petty, but uh, Corbin's hair really looks like it's uh, it's he should, he, he should yeah he's got to do something because he's got that like Jack Nicholson in The Shining look kind of going where it's just a big turning into a big ball spot right there. No, it it, it becomes distracting almost right. Right, it's like when Luke Harper with it when he's got the he he's changed it like he I don't know what he did but you don't notice it anymore. But uh, but, but with Corbin yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Naomi, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch against Carmella, Tamina, and Natalia. What did you think of this match, Matt? And did you see uh, the end coming with Becky taking uh, with Be- Becky tapping out? No, I did not see yeah. that. Um, but it but it served its pur- it served its purpose, you know. Um, those three mega well, I shouldn't say mega, but but those three humongous baby faces on one team. You know what I mean? Um, it was good for the, for the heels. You know the, the the finish, but um, I don't know. Yeah, Raj, where do you think they go from here? I know you were predicting that it would be Carmella pinning Naomi, setting up something between them. Where do you think the next logical step is? I think that is. I think yeah. uh, you you see where it's splitting off to. I, I think. I mean, I, it looks like Natalia and Becky, um, Naomi and Carmella, and then I guess that leaves Charlotte with you know Tamina, which uh, or maybe Charlotte with uh. Or maybe Charlotte with Natalia, since they they got some steam on Natalia by be- beating Becky. So you know, kind of gives her something to feud with. Uh... Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought that was done for, hopefully, for the purpose of uh, setting up Natalia versus Charlotte. Yeah. You know, that'd be a great feud. Yeah, I mean, they had great matches already in NXT. They had one on the main roster, so right. I mean, they can go. So, um, yeah, that'd be. I'm all for that. I just hope they break them away from doing this team thing every week. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I hope if that's the match at Raw that they don't again drag Rick and Brett out and just make it, you know, a generational thing like they did uh, whatever the pay-per-view oh, yeah. was last year, you know, and they got Brett and uh, Natalia putting Charlotte and Rick and sharpshooters after Charlotte wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I thought the match tonight was okay. But yeah, they got to stop doing these six women tag matches let them have some real stories um so kevin owens versus aj styles i have so many thoughts about this man i want to know what you think about this sort of to be continued note they ended it on i you asked me right um yeah this is the match i was most excited about um and uh i thought it lived up to its uh uh, hype in, in a different way the finish was very different um how do I explain this? 
Owens had to win. Yeah. But not, you know what I mean? So, so I guess this is how you, he gets his win, you know, quote unquote win. I thought it was creative in how they got how they got there, but I, I don't know. Part of me feels like the fans got pretty pissed off tonight, not in a good way, pissed off um, with, with how the match finished. But um, those people are still going to tune in and watch the next, you know, uh, series of matches between these two, though, regardless of of them being pissed or not in real life, you know? So my opinion, though, the match itself was friggin' awesome. The, the the work on AJ's leg was very good. And again, it's not easy to work uh, uh, the right side of the body. It's not easy to work the right leg or, or right arm for that matter. It's because your natural instinct as a worker is to grab the guy's left arm, grab his left leg. It's, it's instilled in you. And Kevin effortlessly did it working the right leg. It was creative with it, too. Yeah, I, I I never really, I mean, I've seen like John Cena tape Batista's feet or, you know, with duct tape before, but this was different. And uh, I thought the match was great. Uh, what do you guys think of the Chicago crowd? They seemed kind of dead the whole night. They did. They seemed a little different to me. Yeah, they did. And considering it's Chicago and, and uh, clearly it was a different crowd here tonight than at TakeOver last night because, I mean, they were on fire last night. Um, but uh yeah, it just it just seemed like they never got going, and I felt I thought they should have been into this match more than they were, because uh, I thought this match was great, uh, easily match of the night. Um, I thought AJ was just fantastic. Kevin Owens was great, uh, and I like the finish because I don't think he should have beaten AJ clean either. Even if they're not going forward with this feud, if they move AJ to gender or something, uh, you don't want to beat AJ if he's going up. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like. I'm, I'm guessing they're still going with AJ, Owens and AJ, but I, I liked it. Thought the yeah. cable thing was very creative. Um, I'd like someone to look it up, though. Speaking of the crowd, we touched on this earlier, Matt. I don't know if you noticed. I think this is the first Chicago show I've heard in God. I can't remember since when. No CM Punk chants. Like, oh, they were there tonight. You heard them? I didn't hear them during any of the segments. Where, where, where did you um, hear them? What, what it was during? Unfortunately, which pissed me off even more. Jinder's entrance. Go back. Ah. Yeah. Uh, when, when he pulled into the arena and they put the carpet out for him, oh, I was pissed off. Oh, yeah. But uh, they started it during, toward the end of that promo before he started speaking uh, in Indian. Uh, it lives on. That's unfortunate. Um, We're almost the, gone though. It's getting there. Yeah, it's so close. I thought I thought they were going to crap on the gender match and, and chant it like all throughout that match, but it didn't happen <laughs> once. Throw let's go gender chance. It was great. Yeah, that was. I never thought I'd hear that. Oh man, uh, it's a it's a contrarian town, not a heel town, just a, a town that I think likes to just sort of be ass asses, you know. Um, um, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So the cable thing. So I'm trying to think. When's the last time there was a finish like that with uh, the foot and the cables? I thought that was a very creative way to get the count out. Now they've done I stuff did. like that before, um, where people get tied up and can't make it yeah. in. But the, the specific I, I th- go for it, I think Raj's uh, call on uh, Cena versus Batista is where someone was physically tied up like that and couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's right. Yeah, probably. Um, so KO won that, so that's to be continued. Um, Eric Rowan versus Luke Harper. What'd you make of that, Matt? <sighs> it's not his fault, but uh. <sighs> Eric Rowan needs a lot more. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this. I wish we could have been injected somehow with, like, before the match started, with 
more uh, background on on Eric Rowan, so I cared more about these two, th this match, versus me being a. I, I like this match because I'm a big guy. I like watching other big guys work, be able to see what they do and what kind of psychology they use and how do they work with their size, and I was interested in that. But that's not what you're paying me to do. You're paying me to be a fan and watch this and be entertained or not and talk about it. And as a fan, being entertained and talking about it, like everybody else. I, I wasn't that entertained with it other than everything that Luke Harper does. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought the match itself was fine, but it just felt like a bathroom break match, you know? Like, it just felt, like, completely uh, pointless. And I yeah. felt like the crowd, I mean, you could hear a pin drop during this match. And then they worked hard. I felt bad because Luke Harper, you could tell. Yes, yeah, he was he was trying. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and they put it where it was supposed to be, the death spot, you know, on, on the card. and. It was uh... one one thing uh, I wanted to say is that with this, this is an example of what happens when you don't let guys talk. Um, just because they almost made it so like these guys can't talk hmm. with their characters, and then guess what? They both need friggin' managers. Like yesterday, then hmm. they need some sort of mouthpiece so we can know a little bit more about these people, uh, about, about about both guys. Harper can kind of. His body language and his facials, he can almost get away with it more. Not almost. He definitely can get away with it more uh, than, than Rowan. But in my opinion, Rowan needs a mouthpiece. Not because he can't talk, but they need to they need to fast forward about that guy so we could care about him now, not six months from now when they stop his little mini push that they, they, they were trying to do with him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And having a manager, you know what I mean, it goes above and beyond. They could have had him on, on on commentary, talking about him the entire match, making us care about him uh, week after week on SmackDown, having this voice, this talk, this this other voice talking about him, making us care about him most importantly. And, and know, I, he's got a cool group. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. He's got, got got cool things, you know, the masks. It's different. It makes me wonder. Makes me wonder about him. But then that's all. I, I want to know a little bit more. And it's not good to, ooh, it's not one of those things where I'm like wanting more. So I'm going to tune in next week to see what more they're going to give me about Eric Rowan. It's like, ah, you guys give me not, you're not giving me enough. And, and not just that. They've had, I mean, these guys have been together for what, like four years now? And they can't come up with a storyline. All they do is just kind of throw them as a throwaway match on a pay-per-view. I mean, you, there's so much you could do with this. I mean, there's... You got 30 writers. You can't come up with a better storyline than than what this was given. Seriously. Even that stuff they did on, uh, I watched Talking Smack um, uh, with, with uh, Rowan. Like, even that wasn't, I, I thought that was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Not because he hit anything he did, because you can tell that they're giving him stuff to try. And, and it's it reminded me again when I was doing my stuttering character, where that, that, that that's not who that guy is. Yeah. He, he seemed like I he was acting. That, yeah, I kept getting that vibe from him. He did a good job acting, but nonetheless, I could tell it's not him, though. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I think something new, something fresh would be good. I thought Talking Smack, it just it went on too long. Same thing with him tonight on the pre-show. I think less is more, you know, um, when it just gets beyond the point of awkward, it's not intimidating or interesting anymore. Um, but yeah, the... I, I think these guys need to be changed up and stop being paired together. It's just, it's not doing either of them any favors. I think they need to change their outfits to be completely Wyatt free. You know what I mean? Like just get away from that. Yeah. 
he looks good with trunks. He, he looks very different in trunks. Uh, uh, he being uh, what's his name? Um, Harper. Not Harper. No, not Harper. The other one. Um, Rowan. Yeah. Well, Rowan. Yeah, he used to wear his red trunks when he first came into uh, either it was FCW or NXT. I believe it was FCW, and. I remember looking at him like, wow, this dude's a freaking monster. Like, like he, he has big, thick legs. Um, wasn't like bodybuilder, like athletic build, but big country boy, strong look, you know? And uh, almost like a throwback, the, mm. the way he looked in these plain red trunks and plain red boots, I think it was. Or, And that's all he, as, as plain sounding as that is, it would make him completely 180 degrees different from what you're saying, getting him away from that Harper character, uh, that, that, that Wyatt character. Yeah. Yeah. But nope, they just invested in a whole bunch of new sheep masks, so I don't think there's going to be a repackaging anytime soon. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to talk in a second about Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton, but first I want to thank the sponsor of this episode, DDP Yoga. You've heard us talk about it. You know about the benefits. You know the Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Mick Foley, and tons of other stars have taken control of their lives and their health using DDPY. For a limited time, we got a deal for you. You can get... The DDP Yoga Now app for 25% off at our link or the DDPY DVDs for 25% off. And that includes three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app. We also got a special where you could buy a Max or Combo Pack at 25% off and get 50% off the second one. Here's what we want you to do. Go over to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. That's ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. Take advantage of this offer. You don't need me to tell you again, guys. The year's almost half over. Believe that. It's almost June. If you haven't done it yet, get started today. You're going to love your results. You're going to love how you feel. And you're going to love just how you've improved yourself using DDPY. So go check it out, ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. So the big headline, we opened with it. Um, Jinder Mahal's the champ. Yeah. Matt, I'm sorry, Matt. Before we get, but before we yeah. begin, I just turned my fan on. I want to know if that's distracting. Can you hear it or not? No. No, good, man. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So Jinder Mahal, Matt, I said, you know, no one would have predicted it even six weeks ago. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about Jinder as our champion? I think what a, what a great uh, story. What a great story all around. Now you can argue, okay, is that great, man? Good story for the boys, for, for working hard and persevering and, and, and coming back in phenomenal shape and, and, and the whole nine that is a great story showing everybody out there that there is a brass ring it is it really is a real thing because i can't begin to tell you guys how many of those conversations conversations how many of those meetings we would have at tv at smackdown where vince would give us the brass you know the brass ring uh, uh speech you know and, and i remember always always hook, hook line and sinker biting on it and i don't say i'm not saying that in a negative way but, but in the young impressionable uh a green guy type of way going i'm gonna go get it tonight you know what i mean and uh i'll show him and i'll show them all you know that kind of thing and have that attitude in every one of my matches and that's a good attitude to have but after a while i started to believe like there is no such thing there is a brass ring for the right person on the right day everything has to line up you have to be this guy's boy that guy's boy and they have to want you to to, to do this you have to have everybody on board all checks across the board have to line up politically speaking, and then you have to go out and execute, and then you have to get over with your character. All those things have to add up versus what I always thought. But nope, look what happened right here. Like, trust me when I tell you, nobody was wanting this to happen in that, office, in that front office. Uh, politically speaking, 
nobody uh, backstage was like, oh, you know, a month ago, uh, two months ago going, oh, we're going to, we really want that ginger kid to be our champion. Let's start grooming him. You know, that wasn't it at all. There was a brass ring and that SOB went out and grabbed it, snatched the shit out of it. And uh, it's a great example for other other guys on the mid card and lower that you, this can, this could be you. Why not? Um, and uh, so for that purpose, I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. The question is, is that what's, is that what, I hate to use this term, but is that what's best for business? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think it can hurt. Hang on. You know what, Ron's, I don't think it can hurt because didn't we feel Randy being champion was stale anyway? I, I definitely thought it was. I, I feel like right? this definitely shakes things up. Um, yeah. But, you, you know, we'll have to see, you know, raw ratings are dropping every week in SmackDown. Is this something that, like, are, are is the casual-ish fans, the ones that are left, are they going to look at this and be like, oh, that's interesting, I'm going to tune in? Or are they going to be like, this is what wrestling has come to, and I'm out, you know? Because, um, you know, because, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, as a fan of any sport or any show, you know, there are all, there's always that time when they do something. You're just like, all right, I'm done with the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like, like Hornswoggle running into imaginary black holes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Brutal. Yeah. Well, that, that, let me ask you this. Don't you think this is my conversation. I always try to bring up and I make it uncomfortable when I do, but I'll do it again. Don't you think that that, the whole stereotype that they're making gender into does hurt that for, for that purpose of the, of the, of the common person clicking through the channels and stopping and seeing some 1980s character making these. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think it does. Yeah. I think it just seems out of touch a little bit. Um, you know, it, it's one thing when, uh, and I, and I'm, I'm of Indian descent and, you know, you have a lot of, Indian people on TV nowadays. It's you know, it's not like uh, they're just going to the stereotype that's that just seems outdated to me. Um, so I don't know. It just seems uh, just seems cheesy. But uh, yeah, and and, and the crowd, you know, they don't seem to be totally buying it when they're chanting for him. You know, they're it was the guys were chanting "Let's go gender," and it was the you know it was like that Roman Reigns chant where the guys are chanting "Roman sucks" and the and the girls are chanting "Let's go Roman." Except in this this instance, as the girls were chanting, you know, gender sucks. There were no Orton chants, really. Um, you know, it's more about gender. Wasn't the deal with Orton being a champion just because it was owed to him? You said that's what the yeah, that's what the story was. Like it was, you know, because of the whole Lesnar thing that they kind of came up with this plan that uh, he was kind of told that he would be winning the title at at WrestleMania. Well, then you know, I think this kills two birds with one stone. It gets a title off Randy, and um, because it was Randy doesn't need a title, you know. I, 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 it looks at you can look at it two ways. You look at it as the champion should be the best guy on the show. I've not looked at it that way in years, as a fan or in being in the business myself. I've looked at it as, for whatever I'm raising, it being a vehicle to help a guy who's right there at the top. It could use it to really put himself over a KO or someone to that level, AJ Styles at the time, could really, you know, cement them as, ta-da, this is our main event center stage type, you know, guy. Um, so I, I don't think it does anything for Orton. It didn't do anything for the company with Orton being champion. This does a lot. This does two things. It gets it on somebody new that nobody saw coming. It, 
does three things actually and it makes you want to uh, the other thing being it, it puts it on somebody that you didn't see it coming right but it also puts it on somebody that um you have to watch the shows again because you never know what's going to happen folks here mm -hmm. at wwe um you got to tune in and watch um as well as it getting it off ramp those three things yeah um who gets yeah. it next yeah i would say aj but I, I wouldn't do it right away I, i'd do the build to SummerSlam. um does the maharaja does the modern day maharaja get it all the way have it all the way through uh SummerSlam? Oh, august isn't that far this summer's flying i feel like it's flying by already you know <laughs> i mean it's only two pay-per-views before that and uh okay yeah you're probably gonna do an orton rematch i mean you could probably do three three matches with orton so yeah we'll, we'll we'll see but do you think this makes smackdown look more like a b show Ooh. you know you got gender who was a jobber four weeks ago on the raw you got brock lesnar who's you know the most protected guy they've you know in the company and uh i don't know i just you know it's just, just once it's like when smackdown originally became the b shows part of it was when they went to jbl and he went from being a guy in the apa to you know john bradshaw layfield and wwe champion in a month People didn't really buy it, and it just made the, the title seem weaker than than the Raw title. I was there when that happened with John, uh -huh. and um, maybe that's why I, I looked at it differently. But I remember thinking, like at the time, Hunter was champion of Raw and was unbeatable, and Evolution was on top, like nobody's business. And uh, Benoit, I wanted to say, was about to come over and chase the title uh, on Raw from SmackDown. Uh, but, but at the time, Benoit had been on SmackDown with us still. And I remember thinking we were better because I thought our champion, JBL, um, had more heat than anybody in the company um, and therefore made that title mean more. I, maybe that's why, maybe because I was on the show, I, I was like, maybe I had more pride in it. I, I, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I don't remember thinking like, oh, wow, JBL's a champion. I remember like, <laughs> this works. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this one, I don't know. I think you raise a good point, though. It's a good question. Yeah, well, we'll see where they go with it. I mean, if they keep gender strong and and uh, and keep building them, that's the thing. You know? You've got to be strong. You can't be having them like have somebody else beat up AJ, knock his ass out, and have gender slip on a banana peel and cover him. Right. You got to stop doing that. I hate that fifty-fifty crap. Yeah. Uh, the match. What do you think of the match itself, though, tonight, Matt? The back and forth with Jinder and Randy and the Singh brothers what it was going to be absolutely excellent mm -hmm. this was I way better than i expected because of gender and the gender crowd and this was the only match where the crowd really felt uh awake you know like into it because i hate to say this because they were like uh wouldn't it be funny it's like in a what can i use this as there's a it's a bodybuilding show and there's a fat guy going out on stage and everybody thinks it's funny. Hey, but if we cheer really loudly for the fat guy, the judges got to make him win. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> and it, it, it was like, it, it was that kind of reaction to me, in my opinion, bro, with the Chicago crowd. They're very smart. And I have a feeling they were very bored tonight. And, <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be funny if we all started popping for Ginger? <laughs> yeah. Doing, I don't know. But they did pop when he won, too. I, I did get the feeling like a lot of people in that crowd wanted the title change. They wanted Ginger to win. You know, I, I don't know if that's more more has to do more with Randy. Yeah, I'm sure it does than gender, but um, 
but the crowd popped big and you know every time Jinder would raise his hands the crowd were cheering at the end when he was celebrating with the belt so i, I i'm not sure that's the reaction wwe was expecting but um no but it's it, raj it's the anti-wwe guy in this in this environment as far as they're as far as chicago fans are concerned randy Orton is yeah. yeah do you see that that uh backdrop that orton gave one of the sting brothers on that table yeah. Oh my God! I thought I thought like that guy's neck was gonna snap. Now Orton made a face right afterwards. He knew he knew he, he oh, overdid he that one. It. Yeah, he couldn't believe it either. Dude, those two guys are good. A lot more capable than what they're doing now. I worked oh, with yeah. them at uh, Rick King. Um, we we uh, TNA brought them in and uh, as the uh, Bollywood brothers, and uh, they were fantastic, man. I mean, not like Young Bucks fantastic, but but good tag team nonetheless. And uh, can work their asses off. Good hard workers, huge WWE fans, the biggest, the biggest you'll ever meet. And those guys would check in with me when I was with uh, TNA, like every two months, and say, "Hey, is there anything that you've heard? Are they looking to bring this in? Is there anything you can do to help us, Mr. Morgan?" Like they, they were so thirsty to, to 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 get an opportunity. So to see them here, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's like it's like one for the good guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good guys, seriously, good kids. And it was good to see that they were okay because I thought I thought he might have gotten hurt with that 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 backdrop on the table, yeah. but he, he, he was oh, geez. Yeah, that but, was different uh, tonight. Not taking they didn't I mean normally with the table spots take the monitors out, clear it off, but no, tonight. I mean, Randy threw Jinder over it fully up, uh the Singh brothers. I mean, that was you don't see that all the time. It's kind of throwing a you know. I wouldn't say reckless, but uh, throwing caution to the wind, I guess. Well, it made it feel more. I mean, it felt as as a fan more dangerous because you didn't have this feeling of, well, he's clearing it off. And then, of course, it's going to snap. It was like, no, I mean, the table didn't collapse. Just, right. you know, hitting him over it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as a viewer, it's we're not accustomed to seeing that as much. Um, Bray Wyatt yeah. had a Bray Wyatt tweeted, damn. <laughs> 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 so he's in the yeah that's funny yeah so money in the bank four weeks away money in the bank i'm sure i'm sure it'll probably be orton versus mahal in some sort of gimmick match who do you think the five guys are in the money in the bank ladder match matt do you have a prediction of the five for excuse me i'm sorry is it just smackdown yeah, yeah. just smackdown oh yeah i think they're gonna put somehow um one of the two, either it's um, uh, Sammy or, 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 or the dude who needs to shave his head. One of those two will, be, will, will, will be one of the five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, AJ, AJ could still be working uh, KO, though, correct? That's what I would that guess. Four months, isn't that one time? Yeah. Four weeks. Four weeks. I mean, it depends. Who the hell knows? I'm sure. I mean, it could be go, it can go with all their top. It could be top five guys, or it could be they put Ziggler in there and they put. Uh, 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 like I said, uh, uh, Zane and and uh, uh, Corbin in there. You know, there's three right there. You know, who knows? Mojo. Yeah, as, as soon as Baron lost tonight, I was like, uh, he, as soon as Baron lost tonight, I'm like, oh, he's winning money in the bank. You know? <laughs> Why? What was your logic? You mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's what they always do. It's like the person who wins money in the bank is someone that you know has kind of been on a on a downturn. So, I, I bet it's Baron. Uh, uh, Sammy, probably Rusev. I could see them putting yeah. him in there. Um, 
I think your Cole Barron is good, actually. You know, I think about it. I could see him with the briefcase. I could see him catching it in. I could see him talking shit the entire time yeah. about when he's going to catch it in. Yeah, I, that, that that works. Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't think it works for me, but it works for, I could see with their logic with them. Right, right. They. Four weeks away. Be here before we know it. Um, so let's talk a little about TakeOver last night. Matt, what did you think of uh, TakeOver in the current state of NXT? It's one of those deals where, like, I'm disappointed as a fan that there's not, I don't know. I watched it last night, like, haphazardly. Like, I was going into it haphazardly, I should say, as far as expectations go. And looking forward to seeing, like, my friends wrestle. Looking forward to see how Eric Young was doing. Looking forward to see how Bobby Roode was doing. And see how the, you know, I wasn't excited for Bobby. Bobby is an opponent. I don't care about Kenta whatsoever. I just don't care about the guy. And I don't know if it pisses people off or not, but as a fan, speaking from a fan here, not a worker, I don't know. I don't care about his story. I don't care that he was passed over. I think he rightfully so was passed over because every single one of those guys got more over. Whether a guy got injured or not, those guys went out and were bloodthirsty. And they bypassed him because they were just hungrier, in my opinion, and better. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, so that story didn't care. It didn't matter to me. Um, so with that said though, um, Roddy's growing on me. Roddy's a little vanilla to me. So that, so that storyline that they gave with his family being involved and there's mm. a little something more for me to stick my teeth into. Um, I liked him fighting from underneath, um, him versus the world. I liked that. I liked that a lot. Um, I'd never seen him work before, you know, uh, before this, I heard of him from ring of honor, but I never saw his work there. So I was always interested to see who was this guy, what, why the fans like him so much. And his whole backbreaker gimmick thing is cool, you know, I'm entertained by that. But the roster in general is just so goddamn weak versus from what, what it used to be. Um, but I think they took a step forward with certain guys. Roddy took a step forward it being an upper echelon guy. And um, what was what was the DIY? What what I was going to say, what's, what does it say that Bobby Roode in the championship match wasn't the last match? Right. Yeah. But, you know but they mean? did go off the show. They did go off the air hot, you know, by by saving the DIY they split. They, yeah, they absolutely did. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't care about those two working against each other. I don't. Hmm. Um, I like both guys as a tag team. Um, I, I like them as singles acts. In my opinion, neither one of those two guys are main event acts. Yeah. They're, they're, to me, they're not. I'm sure to everybody else there is, and I apologize if I hurt your feelings, fans, if these are your guys. <laughs> but um, I'm just being honest. That that's just my take on it. Um, and uh, uh, what's the two the two big dudes have gotten better again? Authors of pain. Oh yeah. Yep, they've improved again. And, and they're probably. I'm guessing they're going with Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre next for, mm -hmm. uh, for you know for the August takeover. See, now that's exciting to me. Yeah. More more exciting. Right. Yeah, Kenta, I didn't care about him. What am I missing here? Tell me, you guys. What, what do you What do you guys see him? I, I thought I, I think he's um, he's just underperformed uh, since coming to NXT. I mean, a lot of that's injuries and and uh, yeah, I just it's been a disappointing run. But I thought um, so. I, I saw that match. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I haven't finished the DIY uh, match yet. But I saw 
up until that, I gotta say, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn was a match I didn't really care about. Oh, oh my god, time out. Let me go back. Let me rewind. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That made the whole entire show. That was I good. It was awesome. And and Jim Ross calling it, it just made it feel like a bigger deal. So you just had everything in the crowd. I mean, that that match itself uh was just it was, was just worth it. Clinic. Yeah. That was a wrestling clinic. If you were to tell me in 2017, would fans be patient enough to watch a guy work a finger? work with somebody's finger i like oh no way these fans do not have the patience to let their to, to let their guys sit there in the middle of the ring and work that hold and it goes to show you the younger wrestlers out there that the fans will be patient they will wait if you execute it like that yeah because uh, it was masterful dude like as a worker i'm watching this going holy crap like this is how regal and fit were trying to teach us and I, there's something i know i could never do you know, uh, as a work, I just wasn't, I just couldn't do that. I'm not talented. I don't know what the word is, but that's not something that is in my forte that I can ever see myself doing. Yeah. And, and they're, just, they're just so crisp. And so just everything they did in that match was perfect. And that 20 year old is so, they're both so far ahead of their time, especially Tyler Bate. I love Don. I've liked him from the beginning since we first saw him in the UK tournament. Mm-hmm. I love his shtick. I love his character. The fans now do too, which they should. But um, what I was going to say is, did you hear what, uh, go back and listen and you'll hear, uh, what's his name, uh, the announcer, not Ross, um, my boy Desmond Wolf, what was his name? Um, and Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness goes, uh, yes, these two might be young, but they, they they each have over a decade experience. I'm like, really? So homeboy was wrestling when he was 10? He might have been. <laughs> you never know. Out of here. <laughs> Maybe not professionally, but if he had, you know, a ring set up at home like the Hardys, you know. Who there was somebody who uh who, who was it? Uh Adam Rose, remember? He he's been wrestling since he was like fourteen. Well, in, then, uh, I was wrestling since I was eight. Eight, sorry. Since <laughs> I was eight since I was eight years old, man. <laughs> there you go. With, with my with my piss with my old with my old between me and my brother's old pissy mattresses in the backyard in our ring setup. And your WWE slam figures. <laughs> oh uh, Matt, we didn't we didn't get your uh, opinion on uh, Nakamura's debut. What'd you think? Oh yeah. You guys are gonna hate this. I I did miss that. Oh, oh, you know, I kind of didn't miss much. It, yeah, I was, it was gonna say like it, it, it wasn't was uh, wasn't that climactic debut you would kind of hope for. The fans weren't hot for him. Not really. No, it was. I mean, it was just there. Yeah. <sighs> See, they did the one the one mistake that I was hoping they wouldn't do. Well, the first mistake I thought they would make with him was they'd make him some stupid. Japanese character of himself. So so far they didn't they didn't necessarily do that. So that's good. The next mistake I was hoping they wouldn't make was let him talk too much. Mm. And that's all they've done is bring him <laughs> up and put him on the damn microphone. It's like no, this dude is a bad mother mama jamma. You got to put him in the ring and have him start kicking people's heads off yeah. immediately. Yep. But now we got four weeks of him and Ziggler trading banter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's not slick. He's not, it's not witty sounding. It's not like he ever oh, never sound like he ever won any of those verbal jousts to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tuesday is a fresh, fresh slate, fresh opportunity. Let's hope they give him something new. I think with NXT though, even the point that we're talking about the UK guys is stealing the show. That ladder match going last. I mean, the women's division. Where does that go from here? The tag division. Where does that go from here? You know, if DIY is feuding with each other, I that's what I feel like. I feel like they've got. Well, I think, you know, but who's who's NXT? I think it's heavy machinery that's next. And in the women's division, it's Ember Moon. I think they're going back to that. Isn't Ember Moon out for six months? 
No, no, no. It's, it's oh. just, a, I think it's just another month. Okay. I'm all for Ember Moon becoming yeah. champion, by the way. All for it. Yeah. But, um, but are you kidding me? Heavy machinery? Are you joking? No, that's, that's, that's up next. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Hey, whatever happened to that guy that, uh, he's going against, he was talking, basically, uh, he called out, um, Drew McIntyre. He was a former tag team specialist at NXT for a while there. Oh man, what's his name? Drew Drew McIntyre mentioned it in his after his post match uh, uh, promo on NXT on uh, the NXT episode last week. Come on, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, was it one of Blake and Murphy? Blake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what's up with those two? <sighs> I think they're injured, right? One of them's injured. One of them must be because he mentioned the other one. He mentioned one. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because those two could be. A, this would be a great opportunity for those two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he's out for, but. Yeah, heavy machinery. That's yeah. NXT's just been kind of stale. I, I mean, I feel like Raw, SmackDown, and NXT have been kind of stale lately. I mean, SmackDown. This this is interesting with gender. We'll see where they go from here. It is. But um. And we'll see how the fans respond. Like if if you see a little bump in viewership or it stays the same, that's probably a positive. If it dips coming off a of pay per view, then uh, then it's not. I think there'll be an initial interest. I do. I really. I, I hope so. I guess maybe I'm saying. Maybe I'm hoping more than I think. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: if this isn't a clear cut sign that they should not have signed Young Bucks and done anything it took to sign them, mm. I don't know what is. Because can you imagine if they had the Young Bucks right now in that tag division? Mm. You know, and I'm talking about NXT. Yeah. They'd yeah. have their answer. They'd have their answer. They'd have another top main event act in the form of a tag team. Um, and they could really help those two big dudes get, you know, get even better because they sell their tails off. Um, I just, uh, man, it's, it's impossible for them to be signed, right? Because they're under contract. Yeah, they're with ROH. I forget if it's a one year. I'd have to go back There's and no check. no way out of that? Uh, no. No? No. But I think that's just through the end of the year. I think they just signed, you know, so it's not that much longer. It's like six more months. Um, but I can't remember if it's one or two years. But WB just never seems like they want him that bad. So, you know, I don't, I don't think they well, see him. I don't know, I don't know what, they're, what they're looking for. These dudes were just, on, you know, just put the, got their stuff in Hot Topic. That right there, I don't give a crap. Let's say those two couldn't wrestle a lick, which they can. They're better than their entire tag division, by the way. Um that right there, I'd be like, if I'm Hunter, I'm like, wow. Here's two dudes who have more than gotten themselves over. Like this <laughs> is the epitome of going out and making a name for yourself on your own with no machinery, with no overhead, with no anything behind you. You on your own and your own skill set and some social media. Um, I, please somebody name anybody else on the indie scene in the last five to ten years. I'm being dead serious with this, that have done more with less than those two in getting their name out there and getting their brand over. I mean, you can argue AJ and New Japan. New Japan's a monster mm. as, yeah. far, as far as as far as uh, um, being advertised and having somebody behind you because he was their heavyweight champion. So you know, the Young Bucks are in New Japan, too. Yeah, they, they, they are. They are. But they were well over before that. Right. Too, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, who goes to Hot Topic still? <laughs> Hey, I'd go to, I would go there to get their gear. Yeah. Now that their gear's there, I definitely would. Spite online. <laughs> Being serious, yeah, I'd get that, and I'd get uh, 
I didn't make my stop over in Spencer Gifts afterwards. <laughs> Spencer Gifts, 30 years later, still in business. Somewhere. Sam Goodies. Stop by Sam Goodies yeah. after. Um, but uh, also <laughs> see. The record, they have very cool 80s rock uh, rock bands that I like, T-shirts, and like Motley Crue. So, yeah. So. <laughs> so did you guys hear the the offer from, was it Five Star Wrestling to CM Punk? Oh, is that the UK company offered a million bucks or something? Yeah. That's real, huh? It's real. I mean, it's a gimmick because there's no way that even if CM Punk wanted to, there's no way the UFC would allow him to do that, you know, because he's under contract with the UFC. So, I mean, yeah, there's just no way. But uh, there was a a tweet today from the owner, um, Daniel Hinkles, uh, that said, I'm delighted to announce that CM Punk will participate in our 128 man tournament starting June 10th in Liverpool. Get your tickets now. Uh, obviously that's not true. Uh, so people, how is that not illegal? So he, they're claiming that it's a fake account. Uh, someone else, it looked like it, Twitter had a restricted for a little bit after that. So it looked like it was hacked into. So, you know, either it was uh, hacked or, or it's a fake account, set but up, it's been, set, it was set up to be hacked. Yeah. Yeah. So could be. It was hacked. It, it Pretty gave, smart. So. Gave him a little publicity regardless of what happened. So, smart so yeah people who've been emailing saying cm punk's fight you know wrestling in the uk he's not he's under contract with the ufc he's doing this mtv reality show right now too and that's about it why would why in the world i read that too what in the hell would he have to do with uh i used to watch this show um real world what was it road rules uh, versus road, uh, real yeah, world the challenge. The, the challenge yeah that's pretty entertaining reality show actually I me mean, my wife used to watch for years um why, what the hell would Sam Punk have to do with this show? I don't understand. I have I I, I haven't watched it, so I have no the idea. New, the new so they changed the format because I remember back Matt what you it's said a, when it was Road Rules versus. It's supposed Rules. to be an all star cast. It used it's an to be cast of people from Real World and all yes. all cast from uh, you know the challenge and, and you you you'd set up in all these obstacle course type settings and challenges and who the winner is is the winner week after week somebody gets shit canned. So they started changing it and they made it like the vets versus just people that have never been on either show before that just wanted to compete. They did that for really? a few seasons. Yeah. There's been like 30 seasons of this show. I like read about it on Wikipedia one night. But don't sure. they have to be, don't they no. have to be first and foremost from real world or road rules to be a part of the show? No, they've taken the format and they've let people who have not been part of either be part of the show. Yeah. There's a bunch of athletes on there now. Random. Yeah. Famous ones. Yeah, who's the guy from uh, the NFL? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz is on there. Oh yeah. wow, that is different. Okay, Victor Cruz is a stud. Wow. Yeah. So I was gonna, I was gonna say how ironic CM Punk making fun of Miz for years for being this MTV, you know, star can't work a lick and that kind of a thing, and CM Punk's on MTV. Yeah. On a reality show. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, the last season um, that was just in February has people that were on Real World, Road Rules, Spring Break Challenge, Fresh Meat 2, and Are You the One competing. So they've yes. expanded it now to so beyond the core franchises and now athletes. Those are all MTV shows. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But now they've, they're expanding it. So what do you guys give? Uh, so how would you rate this pay-per-view, Matt? Oh, we got to give them credit here, guys, as far as um... – Shock value goes, and no one's seeing this happening. I, I gotta give them, I've gotta finally give them an A plus. Whoa, wow, 
I, I do. I really do. I think I think there was enough great matches on here to carry it over AJ versus uh, KO. Um, and this is, mind you, I didn't see Nakamura, so maybe Nakamura's uh, uh, match, not, uh, his, his uh, fans not being into his match may, diff, you know, screw up my opinion on that. I need to go back and watch that. Maybe I give him a B plus. Who knows? But I give them a solid A, A plus here because they, they took a guy from nothing, from nothing. And, and, and over the weeks, it made him into someone that was a credible, somewhat credible opponent for the championship. And now went out and won the championship. And now we have a new champion that nobody saw coming. So for shock value alone, pulling the trigger on somebody young, new, fresh, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. Yeah. I'd give it a solid B. I thought the main event was way better than I would have ever thought. Uh, the, the shock ending was was fun. And I thought the crowd was cool in the main event. And then AJ and Owens was great. Again, Nakamura, I thought was a good match. Um, but it he was selling a lot for Ziggler. He was fighting from underneath, which just seemed weird. Uh, um, really? Yeah, like the whole match. So, um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, But uh, yeah, I'd give it a solid B. Um, it'll be you know interesting to see where they go from here. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to keep going with Orton and Mahal, uh, you know, at least until the next pay per view. But um, you, know, you know, what I just thought of uh, you give them a solid B, right? Or B plus mm-hmm. B? A B, B to B minus. <clears throat> Whoa, you heard that there, folks. I was trying to give them. All right, <laughs> I was going to say what it sounds like they're doing with. Um, uh, with 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 um, Nakamura, what they did with Joe, with it, you know what I mean? Like it's so obvious, it's etched in concrete. Like these two guys are monsters. It is paint by numbers booking with them. You make them killers. You make them monsters. They make you lots of money by doing this, mm-hmm. and, and they seem to be going against the grain with that. Yeah, and, and I almost I almost wonder if it's a test. You always hear about these stupid tests that they put these guys through before they become top guys. Almost, you know, they build you up, then they build, then they they break you down, and then they build you back up again. Um, I, I, I don't because this doesn't make sense to hear that he's selling that much in a match. In a match I'm shocked. Yeah, him. yeah. No, I thought I thought it was I thought it was odd. It is, you know. W- would you would you give it, Glenn? Uh, you know, I, I think a B is about right on. Um, I, I love the end, but some of the other stuff was just kind of weird. And it wasn't the matches that were issues. It was just sort of the booking and, you know, the storytelling of it. So we'll see where it goes Tuesday. But I thought the ending the was great. Sorry. The ending was great. The girls' match, too, was very underrated. I love the girls' match. Yeah, I just don't want to see them together anymore with all six. SmackDown has done that now. I mean, I feel like this was the, you know all but one pay-per-view since the brand split i feel like they've been doing let me ask you something though does it not make natty nightheart stand out even more yeah but do you take her seriously as a heel because of who she is in real life she's like the sweetest person and she always seems like she's acting when she ended she's like overacting as the heel and not in a way that i buy you know um that's my issue with i I think she's great but just as a heel i just don't see it yeah all right so, 24 hours, gents. We're going to be back here uh, less than that to talk about Monday Night Raw for uh, May 22nd. So, Matt, anything you want to plug before we wrap it up here? My pillow. I'm so tired. Look at my eyes. I'm freaking tired. They look yeah. baggy. I got to go Get to sleep. sleep. Okay. Yeah, we'll see you all tomorrow night, everyone, on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Until then, take care.